Yeah, please clean off the lenses. I don't think I've like ever seen you really take care of your glasses before. Get, get, get this camera ready. Oh, I flicked you. Sorry. Get my crunchies off my shoulders. Yeah, let's make sure they don't end up in my drink. Does that make you feel better? It does. Nice and relaxed. I am. Yeah. Gotta get rid of that. Gotta drive me nuts. Is your garlic breath done? I'm gonna go and have another piece of garlic. God, that's. I feel bad for Carmen when you way, go to sleep. He gets the full brunt of it in her dreams. That's real nice of you to do. I'm gonna breathe on her when she's sleeping. <laughs> That's so messed up. And I'm gonna find out what she dreamed about that night. Carmen, did you have any bad dreams last night? Yeah, I did. You were in it and you had garlic growing out of your ears. I smelled it. Oh. <laughs> and that's why. <laughs> she might roll over and hit you in the middle of the night. Oh my God. Imagine if she if it wakes her up. Oh, the smell? Like, just like me doing it, and, and like she just wakes up and she, and she goes, John, she's gonna, John, she's gonna punch me. Ah, ah. <laughs> John, is that you with your garlic breath again? <laughs> you bastard. She's gonna be like, oh, the house is on fire. Hey everybody, thanks for coming back again to another episode of Goody and Johnny Mo with the Movies. Uh, tonight, for episode 63, we are doing Air, A Story of Greatness. Right. The Ben Affleck film, uh, directed film about um, the first pair of Air Jordans and how Nike came to take um, Michael on as a client. So, before we get into that spoiler-heavy film, I, drinks. I feel like... Um... You stay the same, right? I'm staying the same, so I'm just drinking my uh, half brow. This is our second video of the night here. On tap from the from the beer distributor. Yep. And yes. then um, I just grabbed a Blue Point blueberry ale, so one of my staples. So cheers. Thanks again yep. for everyone for tuning in, our podcast listeners and everyone watching. My goal is to finish that little growler before I leave here tonight because it's a small one. It's basically about two large glasses i had two glasses and there's like just a little bit left good you're gonna finish that and then get the hell out <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, i am a huge michael jordan fan um as you can tell and yeah. whereas i have almost no interest in basketball i never <laughs> played it as a kid anytime i played it as a kid um i was always accused of traveling and I wonder why. Because apparently I don't dribble at all. I just, <laughs> well, you can't run, I just run around it. Um, I I can't hit anything. Never really watched any basketball as a kid. And I always consider myself a Ranger fan, a Giant fan, and a Yankee fan. Yeah. And well, I, I mean, Jordan was, he and played I for hate, the Bulls. I hate the Islanders. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't really care. I I could I don't hate the Mets, but I just don't care about them. I don't hate mm. the Jets. I just don't care about them. But like that's it. Yeah. Yankees, Giants, Giants, Rangers, Rangers. Knicks didn't enter your equation. Knicks, Knicks and Nets, right? Yeah. Is it is is what yeah. right? Like it's not even like an equation in there. It's not even like I'm a Knicks fan or a Nets fan. I I I don't care about basketball at all. Uh, so I, I was born in the 80s, um, grew up playing basketball, was my number one sport, um, loved Jordan. I caught every Bulls game that was televised back in the 90s, followed him um, everywhere. So uh, I you know, I had Air Jordans when I was growing up, and my favorite was the, uh, the Concords, the Jordan 11s, the patent leathers, the famous patent leather sneakers. And th when I saw the trailer, when I, well, when I first heard about this movie coming out, I thought it was... Uh, pretty interesting that they were going to make an entire movie about the first pair of Air Jordans and how they were, how the, how it all came about, how the deal was made. Well, to be honest with you, I saw the trailer, and I was very much hooked. Like, oh, I thought the first trailer was great. I, I, I was the like, first trailer. I was like, sucked you right in. I, even though 
I don't really care too much about basketball. But I don't think you have to. Right? No, you it's, don't. I don't it, think you it, have to it, at all. It looked like a, it looked like a good story, a good movie. The, because, the, the pitch, and, and I'm sitting like like not for nothing. I'm going to learn about what happened. I think the, I have no idea. I think the pitch for this was probably perfect because it's not only you're not only going to pull in Michael Jordan fans, basketball fans. You got you're going to pull in this this particular group of a, of an audience, right? And now you got a general audience that is going to be intrigued just by a sports film mm-hmm. that is, you know, not you know, not too, relatively too old. You know, like a, a recent story about a very popular player. Right. And it's not about the game. Right. You know, it's, it, it has it, nothing it's to not do with the game. It's not one of those sports movie where it's, you know, you're just constantly seeing. It's not like Hoosiers. You know, you're right, not watching. Everything is on, everything is on the it's field. It's not on the court. On the court. The time, like, yeah. You know, it's, it's not one of those typical sports movies. It's almost like a sports business movie. Yeah, you can it look almost, at it like it that. It almost reminded me, of, like, almost like in the way that Moneyball was not your typical sports movie. Right, because it wasn't so much as to what they were doing on the field as to how they figured out a way yeah. to to put that team together. Yeah, it was and make, it, the and focus was yeah, the focus was on the thought process. Right, you know, this is like the focus was on like a business aspect. Yeah, tying I, in basketball and, and, and sneakers and merchandising and all that. I really thought it was very interesting. And you're also getting this. a whole group of people that just like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. You're getting you're getting you know, I think you get an A list cast because so we get Ben Affleck directing and star, Affleck, and starring. And starring in and he has directed some really good films mm-hmm. so to see him come in and like knowing that he was coming to direct this you had me there matt damon basically playing the lead role right as uh sunny and jason bateman who i love jason and I, bateman. I don't even know that i really knew he was in the movie until the movie started he's in a he's in he's definitely in the trailers he's oh, got, yeah, you, okay. see, you definitely see him but um i thought he played a great role chris tucker is in this movie as well. Um, Marlon Wayans, right? Marlon Wayans has yeah. a small role yeah, in this. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's in this. Uh, we found out that Matt Damon's nephew has a small role. Yes, right? Matt. Yeah, Matt Damon's... Yeah, yeah. It's his his, his, his brother's... His older brother's his son. His older brother, Kyle's son. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel no, like, I might but, be but like, in there. But, but, oh, Ma- Viola Davis. Oh, Viola, Viola Davis. Davis. Yeah. I mean, this was huge. I, I think this might have been one of the things that Jordan actually requested. I think I might have read that somewhere because Jordan ben, requested Viola Davis play his mother. Yeah, okay. I think he was like, "I want Viola Davis playing my mother." I mean, not nothing. I, I love. Great. I love Viola. Me Davis. too. I love her. I've loved her in almost. Everything she's Every done. Every movie I've ever seen her in. Everything that I've watched like her she in, is a, I she always enjoy. She is a enjoy. really top-notch quality yeah. actress. And so, so, so just side note, so like we were all planning on going to see I, well, I knew you were going to want to go see Oh, her. yeah. And I was like, I said, Chris, I'm in because I want to see this. But my wife, Carmen, her daughter, Vanessa, she was like, she oh, was she and, and she's my sister was not a big movie goer. No, she's not. Not by any means. But she was like, oh, I'm definitely. I want to go with. But you guys. she wanted to see. This I was movie. like, okay. And she yeah. was like, she like, but she wanted to go see it because she loves. I think Ben Affleck and, and or and Matt Damon, Damon yep. or even just Both. the combination yep. of them together. Yep. I, you know, she you're was absolutely like, right. I want to see that because of them. I'm like, oh, great. Because I'm just sitting there like, you know, like I like, you know. So many movies are made that, you know, are telling old stories, you know, from before we were born. Yeah. Or when we were kids. Or when I was a kid, you know, back in the 60s and 70s, whatever. But there's like, you know, since the 70s, there's things that have happened in the world, whether it's historical, country, war, sports, whatever. There are there are these great stories that are there, that you know that you know that are that are ripe that haven't been told yet that haven't been told, 
Yeah. You know, like you can tell, you know, you, they're always going to be making World War One stories and World War Two stories and, you know, adaptate, you know, a, a reinterpretation or a readaptation of the classics, yep. you know, like like when they made, you know, Little Women, you know, a number of years back, you know, highly critically acclaimed, but it's like, you know, at least the third or fourth version, if not fifth version that's been put on film, and there's going to be more. Yeah. So it's like you, a lot of times you're hearing the same stories or the same types of stories. And it's like, you know, there's things that have happened in the last 20, 10, 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50 years that there's never been a movie about. You know, maybe, and it's just like, this is where you pull, this is where you get, this is where you pull yeah. these things from. And it's like, oh, like, I want to hear like a modern day telling of something significant that happened in my lifetime that's yeah. never been put on film. And I think there's a, I don't know that they do that enough. They should be doing that more. Well, there's, you're almost talking a little bit about, um, there's, a, there's a part of nostalgia when you look at some of these, yeah. these I'm going to say like a period. You know, it's you know, not really and, a period piece, right. but there's like, nothing you know, wrong with a completely made up story. But like these are like right. these are great. These these are but great this is stories based in on history. A true story. Yeah, but these yeah. are great stories. Great things. That, great things that can be told. That you know, and they represent things that happen that we can relate to, as opposed to you know something that happened in the 1800s or the 1930s or the 1700s, right. which is which it's still going to be. Those are still going to be good movies, but it's not something that you can readily identify with. Well, there's Whereas, something with this film. This here, movie people can identify with a lot of stuff in this movie well because I think everybody knew who Michael Jordan was like you may not have been a basketball fan you may not have watched but yeah. you knew who he was yeah. and you knew he had a sneaker like uh, you know I think that he has the most famous sneaker in the world and I'll be honest with you I had no idea that the Air Jordan sneaker came out in, before he even played yeah like like in in what do you call it? In sync with his becoming a professional. Yeah, like that. I had no idea. There, I, I, like, I'm I, sure I there would have just some... assumed that that happened after he became a megastar. There, and then he said, "All right, now I want to." And most people, I think, would think most people yeah. who didn't follow him or didn't follow the sport probably thought that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think, and I think that's one of like the great things that this movie does is it really. I think it helps to tell the story for people that. Obviously, who've never really followed him before, like the people that are the fans and have followed him and know a lot about his history, probably knew some of the things going into this film, but maybe didn't know exactly how it took place. Right. You Whereas know? for me, everything was. And for other people, it was like everything was. Just, every, you, you, wow. you soaked everything. I know. I don't know anything. I'm gonna everything in this movie. I'm I'm learning. About. You know, and it was just it was just really, really interesting to see. The other companies that were involved, mm -hmm. where it might not have been Nike at one point in time, you know, it was Jordan was a big fan of Adidas. Um, there was Converse was in the conversation. I don't even think Reebok even like took a meeting with with Jordan, or maybe just Jordan didn't want to take a meeting with Reebok. I don't know that Reebok was that big back then, and, and it wasn't. So it's like you know, and you've got like you know, Nike at that time was really just more of a, a running company, a running sneaker company. It had really not much to do with any of these uh, the the other big sports like you know, like a basketball sneaker. So. Um, it was just really interesting to to see the film open up on um, Matt Damon at like a high school game. Mm -hmm. Just watching yeah. some high school kids like giving stuff away, and you know Matt Damon plays Sonny. He's just a big basketball like um, guru. Just well, for, for the for the company. The funny thing about Matt Damon was just when I was either watching the previews or in the movie, I was like, man, Matt Damon got fat. But so apparently he put, he on, put weight on the weight to to kind of match the physicality of the character he was playing. Yeah, for Sonny. I mean, it, I mean that the real person, Sonny. Was that somebody that you even knew of beforehand? No, I didn't really know. Um, I didn't know his name. That yeah, okay. helped to like land Jordan. Yeah, because at the end of the day, the these idea. these are people that work for Nike. You know, like, yeah. I don't know that any of these people are. Well, Phil names. Phil Knight, I knew. Phil Knight is a name that I knew, the guy okay. who was like the founder of Nike. Okay. That I knew. Because I, I wear Nike. I'm a, you know, a Nike he's guy. like, that's who Ben That's Affleck who Ben Affleck plays. plays. He's the top guy. So, yeah, yeah. That, that makes a little sense. But, like, you know, other people in the hierarchy, I don't know that we, they would be household names. No, no, no. I don't think so either. But, um, 
I'm just I'm lucky I know the shoe, <laughs> let alone the founder. Um, so you get you catch Damon looking at video right of all these like players like that's part of his job like he his job is to try to land deals with stars with players to get um endorsed to get like endorsements commercial right to like get these players to like wear their sneaker and they go into this meeting with jason bateman and these other guys who are just schlubs in uh in nike a part of their their basketball division and they're trying to figure out who they're gonna go after right and they start naming all these top players Kim Olajuwon's off the board. Sam Bowie's off the board. They mentioned Jordan at that point in time. They already said, you know, Bateman makes it known that he's probably going with Adidas, and they, they start going through all these other players, and then they start the 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 people in the at the in the around the table start talking about these other players that are in like the top like ten, top fifteen. In the Why draft. I remember the mention of Barkley? Barkley was was a, a mention, yeah. and, and I think they were talking about him probably going to like Converse. Um, and now, was what like was the year other... that Michael Jordan first started playing basketball? 84-85. That was a long freaking time ago. That was 40 years ago. Yeah. Almost, almost 40 almost years 40. ago. Almost Close. 40 years ago. But So he would have been how old? He was a kid. He was like 19, 20. Oh, he, he was, I think, like 20 years old. Because I think he, so he he's played like for three a, years So he's like college. a 60-year-old guy now, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he... And then, you know, Affleck, I mean, uh, Damon starts, he, he's basically like, these guys don't know anything about basketball, right? Like, he starts, like, quizzing, he starts, like, really, like, pushing on this one guy mm-hmm. and, like, drilling questions at him. Like, well, well, what do you like about this guy? What do you like about his game? He was, like, stocked in and, like, somebody else that he was asking him about. And he's like, well, what do you like about their game? And the guy's like, I, I don't know. I just, you know, I just like the way he plays. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but what specifically do you like? Like, he was really nailing yeah, him. Because ultimately, he knows that these guys are just, you know, they're not doing their research. They're just rock and rolling the dice and saying, oh, yeah, like, he's popular. Let's get him. Right. He's, you know, whatever. He's the fourth seed. Let's get him. And it seems like at, some, like at one point in time, Sonny was like a, not a basketball whisperer, but like it seemed like he had like done big things to like help bring you know elevate nike right well i mean also they they show that um he does a lot of gambling yes that's so, right yeah because after because at one point after the baseball game yeah, he goes he's to Vegas. Bet, he's, he's betting on a lot of games so i mean yeah. i think he like he prides himself in his knowledge of basketball and the game and the yes. talent that's out there and he you know trying to make money off it i don't know if he's winning well he was i think he did win that night when he bet in the casino. Oh, okay. But it's probably one of those situations where, like, he probably loses more than he wins. Yeah, like, you don't, you, you know, if you, you know, you probably doesn't win every night. But, yeah, right. you know, sometimes he hits it big, but then, you know, he probably gets, yeah. But you can tell that, you know, if, if the only people who are doing that are people that I think followed and know the game. You know, because yeah. otherwise, well, at least, at least otherwise, you know, successfully. That, like, oh, me, just giving you like money me away. betting, I don't know what I'm no. doing. You're giving your money away. Yeah. You know, it, uh, and you see Damon at one point, like, keeps going back to Jordan. And he, he goes home. He's watching tape. And he's just watching the, the championship game from 1982. He's just playing it over and over again. Now, that's got to be a famous game. That, yeah. that, that UNC you, wins over Georgetown. That you knew about. Yeah. Like, and that, I, was Jordan's, that was Jordan's college championship right, game. I, that he hit the game-winning shot. I never heard of that game. Never <laughs> saw that footage. So, to me, you know... You know, there's just some, you know, some people like go into that movie and say, everybody knows about that. But every, you know what? Everybody doesn't. There, And there are things that, well, movies that I go to, I'm like, of course, everybody knows about this, but they don't, you know? Yeah. You know? No, oh, it's just cool, like, little, like, details that they go into and, like. You know, we and, go to movie, we go to MCU movies and they have the Stan Lee cameo. You know, right. there are people that are in the theater going, who Who's the hell is Stan Lee? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Everybody what? knows why Stan they, Lee. Everybody they, knows Stan Lee. Why they put this guy on TV? No, they don't. Um, not everybody knows Stan Lee. But yeah, so that's me going into this basketball movie. There's like a lot of basketball knowledge. Like like you would say, like lore. Yeah. You know, like... Like, like the history. His, yeah. The history of, of him and uh, this this particular product. Like, I'll give you... I'll just give you one... My one, like, basketball tidbit that I have that I was part of. Um, I went to Archbishop Malloy High School, and we were, we were pretty good in sports, but I didn't really go to any sporting events. 
But in my senior year, I went to at least one, maybe two, but definitely one basketball game. And I saw Kenny Anderson. Oh, he played for the Nets. Play. He was, I think he was a freshman. Mm. I was a senior. He was a freshman. I saw Kenny Anderson play um, in high school. And he was amazed. Like he got, you know, the yeah. game winning shot at the end. It was just like an old story, you know, high school storybook shit. But it was like, I saw Kenny Anderson play in high there you school. Go. <laughs> oh, hey, listen, it's cool stuff like that that you get to see a professional player before they even got there. And he went on to play. The NBA. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. played for the Nets for a number mm-hmm. of years. Um, Damien starts to get it in his head that that there's something special about Jordan. And he starts figuring it out that night when he starts watching the play. And then he yeah. goes to Bateman the next day. I thought that was a very interesting scene where he, he keeps was, rewinding it he over and over again. It. And it's like he's seeing something. And, and and I don't know what he sees, but I can't wait to hear what he says. Right. And, he, uh, he, and then he does it with Bateman the next morning. Yeah. He basically shows Bateman the tape of the game. And Bateman's like, we've all seen this. We know what this is. Because at this point, it's it's been a couple of years since he won the championship. It's been two years, I think. Mm-hmm. So they're, you know, he starts analyzing the tape with him. He's like, you're not seeing what I'm seeing. And he shows him that the play was really for Jordan and it wasn't for Worthy. And it was just, uh, it was just showing that why would Dean Smith, who was the coach of UNC at the time, why would he draw up that play for him? And UNC is what? University of North Carolina. Very good. The Tar Heels. Uh, I'm just guessing. That was was my best guess. You're good. Um, And it was just so it's just so cool the way that he's he's breaking it down and telling Bateman about it. Bateman's like, so what? Like, we're not gonna get. He's like, he was like, we're not gonna get Jordan. He wants to go with Adidas, and then, and then uh, Damon's like, I'm all in in going after him. And Bateman's like, what do you mean? He's like, I want our entire budget. Yeah, because they had a budget that they were gonna go after three players to try to get to uh, endorse their shoe. And they basic, and then Damon was like. No, like I want all of it for him. Give me it all, and I'm going to get him. You know what? And 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 I liked that um, aspect of the story in the sense that you know, there's a guy going like, "Look, we do this every year. We do it the same way every year. Yes, and it it gets us nowhere. And it gets us nowhere. Let's take a chance and do something different. Yeah, you know. And it's not just you know, you know." Throwing darts blindly at the board and hopefully we hit. Right. Like, like, you know what? Like, I think this is a... Which was, this was Damon's point. Like, Damon's point was like, this, this is guy good, is... This is a good bet. Yeah. But we need to put all of our money yep. on that one bet. And in order to do it, Bateman's like, you got to talk to Phil. So, of course, Bateman, uh, Matt Damon goes up, Sonny goes up and talks to Phil Knight, who is Ben Affleck, the owner and CEO of Nike. And they go up there and he starts talking to him. And like... You know, Phil, like uh, Affleck's just like, like why, why are we going to invest? Why are we going to do all this with one person? Like, that's like unheard of. Like, we're not doing that. Like, I'm not wasting all my money on this one guy. But, and, he's, and he's a rookie. Yeah, and he's a rookie. He's like, you know, you haven't had a big hit in a while. And David's just telling him, like, I'm telling you there's something special about this kid. He's going to be really special. We've got we've to gotta rein him in. It's like, this is the guy. And, and not uh, for nothing, to a certain degree, he probably got lucky. Because he's probably had that feeling for other people, and, and they didn't go. And they didn't that. pan out. And but he mentions that. Yeah. Like uh, Phil Knight mentions that like, to know, him. Like, yo, what? What about so and so? Like, you thought this was going to happen, and it, it didn't work out. Right. And he's like, I, he's like, I know. He's like, and you know what? Next year, like, I might have this feeling about someone else. But I'm telling you, this guy, there's yeah. something there. And I, to me, like sometimes, I, like, you get it. Like you, you, know, you understand Phil Knight's and you know what, like, perspective. You, about sometimes it. your feeling is right, but the guy, the guy has the potential but he just doesn't succeed and it's not your fault right you know it's it's you know the guy maybe after he started his career made some bad decisions and he didn't get he didn't get anywhere so it's hard to say whether someone in matt damon's position in that case is he truly right or wrong and at that point in time they were looking to basically give him two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year um as part of the contract Mm -hmm. like that's what they were going to give him and it was they were they were hoping to spread the money over like three different players and so yeah. like they but Damon's like no like we're going all in and Alex's like we're going to give this all to a guy to a rookie who's never stood foot on the court and this is this shot's in the trailer and Matt's like yeah that's exactly what a rookie is yeah. like so it's you know it, it played off just as well mm-hmm. in the in the movie as it did in the commercial even in the in the trailer even though I'd seen it 
Um, but at this point in time, now he's got to, he's talking with, Damon starts talking to his agent, to Jordan's agent, and Jordan's agent's like, there's no way, he wants nothing to do with Nike. And um, I'll be honest with you, I think um, the agent plays a great role. Oh, absolutely. Because he's a total... Like, he's, a, he's a jerk. He's a total... I want to say, you know, like a, he's a total douchebag. Yeah. But like... But his job but is that, to get his right, client right. the best deal. Right. And that, it like it's like that job requires you to be that like in order to you yeah. got to be you got to be a shark you got to be that guy you got to be that shark yep and and he played it really freaking yeah. well yeah he i and think just he, gave it and he gave he it has one of the, i think he has one of the best parts in the movie and i have no he's, no, no idea who great. it is but he he plays a great part i, I just uh, i no, i liked i liked him a lot especially when they get into the fight later in the movie um you know, basically, Damon was just like, you know, like, let's get a meeting. And he's like, no, he's like, I'm not doing that. It's not going to happen. And so basically, he blows off Damon. He's like, he's got a meeting with uh, Converse. He's got a meeting with Adidas. He's not taking a meeting with Nike. So Damon's basically back to square one until he has a, a meeting in the bar with Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans. Right. Who I think coached him. In the U.S. games, because this was before the the professionals played, mm. so it was the college players that played. Oh yeah, yeah. In the Olympics, in the Olympics, there was a certain time where you you couldn't be a professional. And I think Marlon Wayne was one of like the assistant coaches or something like yeah. that. And so they yeah. was talking, you know, they were talking about Jordan, and then and I think he was telling. I think like Damon like put it out there to like who runs the show, or was that Chris Tucker that was talking to him about the mother? Is the one that's important. Oh, I can't yeah. remember if it was Tucker or if it was Marlon Wayans. I probably because Tucker was a former professional. Tucker. I think Tucker's a former professional player that works for Nike now. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you. I remember you saying um, like you liked Chris Tucker's performance. I, I, didn't, I did. I liked. I liked I Tucker. I didn't care for his performance too much because I felt like it was too a little over the top. It was too diversionary, and that and that. That didn't serve much purpose to the story, like he was like this, like you know, he was he was very animated, but it. I felt like it it didn't it didn't there was no point to it. it I feel, I feel like the, it didn't propel the story at all. I feel like for him, he had the inside track with like the Jordan family. Like he was giving between him and Marlon Wayans, they were giving Damon. They were giving Sonny the uh, like the inside thought of how do how do I approach the fan like how how do I get Jordan's attention to want to come and take a meeting here yeah and basically they were like you've got to talk to the family yeah. but if you talk to the family you're gonna piss off the agent yeah you, get, you got and it was like just know that you're gonna piss off the agent like you're gonna get an earful and if you don't basically if you don't get the deal and if you go there and nothing happens out of it and and you and you went around the agent you're going to be blacklisted or blackballed whatever right like you're you're probably going to also get fired right yeah like you know like for doing that you've you've you broke the rules right and and so and you didn't get you didn't succeed right and you didn't land him yeah yeah so he he basically has to get the blessing of phil knight He's got to get his blessing before he goes out there to uh, to dump all the money. Or did he even do that, or he did that afterwards? I think he, basically he did it just, afterwards. I yeah, think, he just he just I think went. He, right? I think he went on his own. Yeah, you know what? You're right. He did. He just went he out did. there on his own because so he, he was calling them on the, from the road. Oh, that's right. And he wasn't answering his like, call. Where are you? It's like I'm on the road, going to see, going to see the fam. So he 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 goes out there and see meets up with first. He meets up with. Uh, Michael's father, James Jordan, who is played by Viola Davis's husband. I'm pretty sure. You mentioned that. That I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure. Um, and then we meet um, Jordan's mother. We meet Viola Davis, who is she? Is the one pulling all the strings? Like, she, yep, she she's is, the one looking out for her son. She is the matriarch of that family. She mm-hmm. is, and she is sharp, sharp business acumen, looking looking for the right deal. Yeah, like she knows her stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like the two of them sit down in the backyard, just have a chat. And um, honestly, I wonder if that's how it really happened. You know, like I actually wonder if it really occurred that way. Kind of like that, yeah. You know, where it was just him and her. And he and Sonny even asks her, I was like, is Michael here? And she goes, yes. She goes, but we're not there yet. 
You know, tell him, like, you're not going to meet my son yet. Yeah, that, 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 that's irrelevant at this point. And uh, he doesn't need to be bothered with you and, and, until, until you know, I, I deem you worthy. I, I, absolutely. I, I, I deem you worthy to take up his time. Yep. Otherwise, you're just wasting his time. Because she knows how much at this point that he does not want to have a meeting with Nike. Yeah. Like, she's already said it. She's already talked about, um, she talks about, to, about Converse. She talks to him about Adidas. And this is one of the, the conversations that I love that Matt Damon has in the film with with, uh, with another character. Um, and he, his dialogue is basically like, tell you what, I'm going to make a deal with you. Like, I'm going to tell you how these meetings are going to go. And if I'm right, I want you to try to put in a word with Michael to have a meeting with us. Yeah. And he basically tells her exactly the scenarios for both companies. Yeah. How one company is just going to blow smoke up their butt. Yeah, and like the other this one guy is, is all in disarray. Right. Yeah, because like so, like the 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 head of Adidas had passed away, so now it's the family that's taken and over, all, and, and it's like all, who's really running? And they're the, all trying to. It's like yeah, like jockeying for power. Yeah. They're, they're 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 a disconnected company at this point. Yeah. So, she, you know, he he pleads his case and then leaves. Well, you know what though, it it was interesting though because uh, the the other company they were talking about, not Adidas, was it Converse? Converse. It was like, you know, how, you know, the thing, the thing was, is, you know, you know, what are you going to do for my son? How are you going to make him stand out? Right. And, you know, like they were saying, like, you know, we got the top three players. Who they had? They, we they we had got Magic, Magic Johnson. Larry. Larry Bird. Was it uh, Kareem? It might have been, or no, Julius Irving, Dr. Julius or Dr. J, Julius yeah. Irving. So, like, you know, like. Not for nothing, there is a certain rationale to the point where like, okay, yeah, we yeah, we we got these three tight established titans of basketball. We're gonna we wanna get your son and we're gonna put him in that group. And it's like, well, you know, how is he gonna stand out? And it's like, not for nothing, you're still a rookie. And these are the guys that everybody wants. These are the household names. Yeah, Michael everybody Jordan, wants to be them. Michael Jordan is not a household name. So to me... Oh, it was ballsy. It, it, it is an honor to be put in their company. Well, like, that is an honor. That's not a disrespect. No, and that's what the... But that's what Converse was trying to say, right? Converse's plan was, we're going to put him with these other players and it's like well i mean what else do you want and meanwhile the mother was just like he's gonna surpass that right so but, how are you gonna make him stand out yeah and it's like well to, how are you gonna help him succeed to surpass that and and the only reason nike does can do better than them is because they don't have anybody no, they don't have anybody they like don't that. have anybody we're gonna take your guy and run with them because he's all he's going to be he's going to be all we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, the, Nike's in a position of power to offer the most they can to Michael Jordan because they're in a position of disadvantage mm. as a company. Yes, because they they don't have anybody else. But I also think it's too it's the vision. It's having the vision of what this person could do for your company if he turns out to be the person you believe him. No, in. yes, but but it, it's also a matter of you know it's a matter of selling. Like Matt Damon yeah. is selling Nike, of course, and 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 taking away from the competition. Right. Like, but at have, the end of the, the day, like you have to steal him from yeah. these other companies because you know? it's pretty much like you know. Um, but it is a con. Jordan's mother basically says like, I think her name's Dolores. Right? Isn't it? I think it's the one. I don't remember. But it, but at the end of the day, it is a con because he's, he's true about Adidas being a mess. Like, their, their, their household is such a mess, they're not going to be able to give you the attention that you deserve. And only because it's at a time when their or house, like it's, their house or, is in a mess. Or you don't know if they're going to be able to sustain what they're telling you in two right. to three years from now. But the converse people, it's like... I feel like he's sour. He, he soured their argument with her. Well, absolutely. Well, he did, but he was smart about that because no, he, he was. He his was whole smart. thing is he's like, we want to make your son our number one priority, right? And he's basically saying that Converse 
isn't going to do that. Because they have number one, two, and three. Right. And you're number four. Right. You know, and that, that was her whole thing was, why is, like, he number four? Right. But you know and what? I understand, like, okay, I get it. He yeah. hasn't played yet. At the And the grand scheme of things, at that point in time... You know, look. It's all Michael about, it's, Jordan. It's, a, it's all about a risk. Yeah. It's all about taking a risk. Michael Jordan does not get into the basketball game on his first day on the court as a professional, rook in his rookie year, and is automatically above the greatest players playing at that time. Like, like he's he he's got to get. There. He's got to earn that. Yeah. So for them to say, you know, he well, he's better than them. Well, that's. That's not a, that's not established yet. <laughs> right. He's gonna get to he's gonna get there, but but he's not there on you, day one. No, and that's listen. That's absolutely yeah. right. And as far as like Converse goes, like they they didn't have that vision. Right. Whereas, they, right. No, they didn't have that. Which vision. is where like you know Nike does like that was the whole point of what Sonny was trying to basically show mm-hmm. them like the, you know they're gonna wine and dine you, but they don't they don't believe in your son the way that I believe in your son. Right. Well, because ultimately they have to they have to downplay him to protect their the assets that they already have. Of course, right. And so I mean, I and yep. and not for nothing, that's the only move Converse can make. The best thing Converse can do is say, "We're going to put you in the same room with these three people." Right. That's the best they can. They're not. They can't say, like if if they put him above them. Those three guys are going to be like, Where's, what about wait, us? wait, wait, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're, you're going to pay Michael Jordan you're more than I am? More right. than me? Like, who's Michael Jordan? Are you kidding me? I'm freaking Dr. J. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think honestly, like, that was such a brilliant move yeah. by Sonny. And that's why I like it so much because I feel like he, he subterfuges, like, yes. those meetings because he basically tells her they're not going to make him the priority right like not like not what we can offer right and it's um i I just i liked how he was so afraid and that's the one great thing about damon in this is that there's there's two like real moments that he has in this film where he's just so blunt and upfront, and it 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 wins everybody over and this is Mm. one of those moments yeah and then eventually they have the jordans have these meetings with both of them and Everything's predicted absolutely right, and then he gets the then Damien gets the phone call from uh, the agent that he's Jordan's gonna, agent. He's gonna have a meeting, and he basically yeah. no. But before he even gets to that point, he like reams him out, like basically like you went to their house, yeah, because like yeah. that's a no no. Yeah, and no, he that, went, no, that's a great scene when he balls him out. Oh man, and Damien just takes it. He just like he take because he's like. He knows he's like that was the only way he was getting it, and then at the end of the conversation he goes, "They're fly- like I hope you've got something prepared because they're coming Monday or something like that," and they basically get the they set up the meeting, and they go, "All right, now we got to make a shoe," and so they go downstairs into the basement into yeah. like the the sneaker the sneaker maker like the guru the guy who's going to come up with the idea. And to me, I would be, I would be. I would find it very hard to believe that that aspect of the story is true because I don't think, you know, you can put together the million dollar idea. In a weekend? In a weekend. Maybe you could. I, Maybe you I, could. I would actually. Now, that being said, they only had to put it like They on only had paper. to make one. But they, no, they didn't have to make it paper. They had to make an actual product. They had to make the actual shoe. Yeah. And that to me, I that to me I felt was a little unbelievable. They basically came up like, to me, it's like they came up with the shoe, they came up with the design in a, like a day, day and a half, and then he had to make it. And then that took up like the rest of like yeah. Sunday. Like you know, like like the guy who's doing like okay, so the, the thing is Matt Damon and Ben Affleck have the idea. They're not but, creating the shoe, but they like they don't even have any ideas about the shoe. But that's why he was. That's why the maker was asking them. Okay, he was asking them all these questions. Okay, is it for form or function? Right. You know, like what colors are we going with? No, I know like, but, all that stuff. But this guy is being brought in on it on Friday afternoon. The guy who's making the shoe is like pretty much ready to go home for the weekend, and now it's like, no, you got to like, like. 
But that's why this guy's so good at his job. Yeah, but it, to me, it's like he's too. It's too good. It's like. No, don't get me wrong. Like I would yeah. actually like to. When we're done filming this, I'm going to look up and see like how true that part of the story is because yeah. I actually want to know for myself. Because it's like you almost feel like like you're setting the guy up for failure. You know, you got to come up with the greatest shoe of all time, and you got to do it this weekend. And it's like the yeah. guys, like this guy, didn't know any of this was coming to his desk. Well, that's why it was until, basically a priority until it got there. Like yeah. it's not like he like you know he's like, like everything else stops. Well, it's not like like he knew it was coming, and he was kind of thinking about it, and now the request is here, and now I'm ready. He's just like, he's being told everything for the first time. But that's how good he probably was at his job. <sighs> yeah. He's like, we're telling you this is what we need, and we need it ASAP, and we need a, a real product by Monday morning. Yeah, and I almost feel like like he almost had to come up with the the, the like. I'm telling you, it was like the, the design br- in one day. The brilliant design created the next. Yeah, because I mean, I almost feel like, like the 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 <clears throat> end all be all entire concept that Matt Damon had in his head was that you know, well, I just want a shoe for Michael Jordan. I can't tell you anything else more than that. No, 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 that's not true. He says to him, "I need you to make the greatest basketball sneaker that's ever been made." Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. He has no idea what that means. Matt Damon, wait, wait, wait. Matt Damon does like that doesn't give you any no but, well see no that's not true because as a as a person who's who's in the business of making sneakers I'm sure he knows exactly what the competition looks like and does and wants to do better and he's got to okay. take it one step further like that's your job like you're in that industry you know what your competition is making yeah. you know what you know what the converse basketball sneakers look like you know what the adidas sneakers look like you've got to take it and make it one step better right and how are you going to do that you know it just no i get that i i, I think when i was watching the movie i was like getting the impression like like matt damon's like i have this great idea you know we're going to make the greatest shoe of all time and that's his whole statement. Okay, like thanks, thanks, you know, for the for the brainchild. But that's what but you now get you got to go to somebody and say, okay, you know. But they are. Perfect. I came up with the idea to make the greatest shoe of all time. So now you now now go and do that. But that's not. But that's <laughs> all right. But you're forgetting. So him and him and Bateman, Bateman, Jason Bateman's character also um, becomes a, a big part of it at this point in time because he stays with Damon over the weekend. Um, and basically, it was like you're throwing all your eggs into one basket. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if this doesn't work, we're pretty much all out of a job. Yeah. And he's like, you don't understand because you don't have family. Like, he's got his daughter that he has to worry about. And I think that's when it kind of clicks for Damon that we've got to hit, we've got to nail this. That remote, that, that once, that scene, that little scene that yeah. they have together, I thought was, was very important. That speech reminded me. Of the um, the speech that uh, Kanish gives Matt Damon in Rounders, okay, about where he says, you know, like, oh, you know, I, you know, I want, you know, sitting at the table, spending all this money, and and I I forget I forget the the actor's name. Who plays Kanish? Yeah. Or you who know. or who he or Play, the Russian? No, no, no at he, the end. No, Kanish. Um, he was in, you know, I know, John Turturro. John Turturro. Yeah. So John Turturro's like like he's like. You know, like I'm not, you know, playing cards. You know, chasing pipe dreams to sit at the the final table at the grand grand World Series of Poker. He goes, I'm, you know, paying bills. I'm, you know, I got paying rent. You know, got a family to feed. Like it's like it's a job. You know, like you like, you know, it's not a chance. You know, that's that's not like like he's yeah. his his decisions and how he does it is based on what he has to lose. Like same thing in this movie where it's like. Sometimes, you know, the person who's got a lot to lose has to play it safe. Right. To ensure that they're making this. Yeah, you can take a chance and get this, but right. you could be take that same ch- chance, screw it up, you're out of a job, and now it's not just you that's fucked, it's your well, whole family. And it's, listen, the two of them, though, they go downstairs with the, the sneaker guru and, like, they start giving notes because he has, he starts having all these drawings out, right? Like, he started getting to work on this thing. He's got multiple drawings out and they're like, all right, like, this one looks good. All right, you got to put more red in this. Mm-hmm. And then they start talking about the colors more and they're like, well, it has to be, well, they, he comes up with a, um, a, a sketch and it's like, it's very white. It has some red in it, some black, but very white. 
No, and I and love Damon's the, like it's not enough color. No, we, we need get more, more red. red. And then then they start pulling up the rules about well, yes. It, and then and, and this I, is and true. I, yeah, I believe it. And this is true. So and basically, I love that they say screw it. We'll pay the fine. Yeah. And this is exactly what that. happened. Jordan's first year when he wears those when he wears those um, sneakers, he got fined every single game for that because they weren't they had to be a certain percentage of white in the sneaker and it wasn't. And Nike paid the fine for every game. And I'm curious. And then I think they changed the rules. If at some point that the rule changed, because they don't they don't mention that at all. They don't mention that, but I'm pretty sure the rule changed. And I and, that. and not for nothing, that's something that. If it did change, it should have been like at the end of the movie when they start talking about like when they when they pull like up, what happens like, afterwards. Well, well, they put a lot of blurbage on the screen. Like yeah. that should have been like and in in nineteen eighty whatever, the rule for the percentage of color you know was was changed this or, or thrown out or whatever it was. Yeah, like that that would have been a very interesting tip. But it was just it was just it was just a really really cool nod that they put that in there because I think that was very important. Mm -hmm. Um, when we get to like that final meeting, that final pitch, I feel like that's really important that that, that gets brought in there because it was just, it was showing Jordan, I think, and his family the commitment that Nike was looking to have. Yeah. Because it was like, you know what? Screw the rules. Like, you're our client. We're looking to make you stand out. Mm -hmm. How are we going to do that? You're going to have, you're going to be playing an entire season with an illegal sneaker. Mm -hmm. that we're going to take care of and you don't have to worry about right, it. Right, right. You know, and I thought that was just really cool. And we and we get to that, like they're basically all like done, they're exhausted and they got, they got everything planned out, like who's going to talk to who, when they're going to come in. They're telling Affleck, listen, you come in late to the meeting. Like don't get there on time. We want you late. like, and, and he's like, no, that's disrespectful. It's like, this is our main guy. Like, I should be there for this. They're like, yes, you're taking time out of your busy schedule yeah. to come to this meeting. That's why you're running late. Well, yeah, you it, left your other meetings to come yep. to this one. It's all you know, sales pitch dynamics yes. and presentation. That's the marketing it's, you know, and the business. All, yeah. It's all about you know hooking hooking the client. And I, I thought that was genius to like really throw that. Like when I started thinking about it, I was like, wow, that's actually really smart how they did that. One of the things that they did in this film, which was actually, I I think it was smart, is that the character of Michael Jordan is, is never not, shown is not in the film very yep. much and they almost never show his face no and it was very it was um, intentionally done uh, if you listen to Affleck on his interviews he was saying there's no one we couldn't get anyone to play Michael Jordan he's like everybody knows him there was no way we were going to get an actor yeah, if to you, portray if you that showed his character. face it would just draw attention to the fact that it's that not, it's not that him it's not him yep Right. So you could, they, I think they got away with someone who looked very similar from like the side or the yeah. back, and, if and they, he never spoke. Right. He, I think he said like one line. Very in the little. Whole and if thing. they actually got Michael Jordan to play himself and de-aged him, yeah, I, it think, been, I think it would have looked hard. it would have looked goofy and it would have drawn too much attention to him. Yeah, I think it was kind of perfect how they did it. Now, so oddly enough, the way. Michael Jordan was portrayed in the film. Like you said, like you don't see his face, you see his back a lot, you see his sides a lot. Yeah. Is very much how Jesus is portrayed in many religious slash biblical films, especially especially like older ones from like the fifties and sixties, where that was that was a that was a huge genre of film. Right. Um you wanna know why that's so funny you just said that? You know what Jordan was referred to for a while in the NBA? As what? He was referred to as Black Jesus. Black Jesus? That I never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually really funny. But if you watch a lot of biblical movies, like, uh, and they're not, like, like say, like a movie like Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur is not about Jesus, but Jesus is part of the story. Right. Anytime Jesus is there, you only see him from the back or the side or from the, from the, from yeah, the chest. Because how do you... You'd like had like, you had you hire someone right to play like you like you'd almost like it was almost considered like sacrilegious to put a face on Jesus on film right but also for the same reasons that it would be distracting yes people would people would be criticizing it that's not yeah. what Jesus looks like you and know, I think that was make it like 
like almost like a mystery. That was the smartest thing. I think that was one of the best moves that they that they made in this film was to not put him in it, Have... and not put him in, and not put him even in it, like a lot. Like he's not even important. He's only in a handful of scenes. Yeah, and he, and he's not even the there. He's when he's in those scenes, he's just a presence. He's not even. He's much, a prop. Yeah, he's not an active participant in no. really what's going on. He's basically a, he's a prop in the room. Yeah. that these people are are trying to cater to, but at the, the same time, it's they're also trying to cater to his family because they know how important mm -hmm. uh, his family is. And they, you know, um, when Viola Davis comes into this this final pitch meeting, she comes in. And uh, you know James Jordan comes in, and he's great because he's just smiling, like like oh here we go, like we're gonna see how this pitch, we're gonna see how this all that goes Chris down, Tucker, right? No, no, no. Um, James Jordan is Viola Davis's oh 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 husband, husband. Michael gotcha. Jordan's oh, okay. father in, gotcha. the, in the movie. Um, yeah, I mean Chris Tucker comes into that meeting. He comes in late. Now, is it just me, but Chris Tucker had really big <clears throat> bug eyes for this film? No, I think that's him normally. I think it might be he. I think he might have like a thyroid thing because that's why his eyes look like that. Oh, okay. That's yeah. that's how he normally looks. I thought yeah. maybe like he they were trying to make him look like the character that he's portraying. That maybe that's no. how he looked. That's what he looked like, and they were screwing around with his eyes. No, I don't think so. I think he's that's just, just that's just him. Sorry, Chris Tucker. Not you know not trying to point out no. you know, <laughs> your malady or anything, but you know. Um, but I think like he has this like really like funny conversation with with the Jordans um, when they first get there when they go when they go into the main meeting room um, and then at one point like they show this terrible video oh god it's like and it's funny too because the night before it's, they're know, talking about the video and it's like they got, it, video it was, I forget who asked about this someone asked about the video like out of like their, their little team group and like yeah we got the video ready it's ready to go and I'm like as soon as they said that I'm like that video is gonna be terrible yeah because it's not for be nothing like like Everybody's pretty busy doing this stuff. Like, yeah. like that task was assigned to like the video people, whoever they right. were. And they're not, you know, part of this fucking vision. They're just like, you know what? We just gotta we gotta we gotta, get a, we gotta put these we gotta put highlights together, together. We gotta put a Michael Jordan video together. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. have its highs, it's gonna have its lows, it's gonna have, you know And, and it's it, lame. And it's it's really bad. And the the key thing Oh, so this kind of goes back to... It's almost Mar pointless. Like, you almost don't even need it. Right. And Just it goes, sit there and talk business. This go And it goes, it goes back to Marlon Wayans, because Marlon Wayans starts talking about how he was there for Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King's, King's I Have a Dream speech. Right. And claimed to actually... He basically said, like, that speech was not the original speech. Halfway through, he... He, he changed. changed it because he didn't like the direction it was going. And right. He, and he, he, he said he didn't have the people with him, mm -hmm. and he completely changed it and took that speech, put it away, or gave or ended up ended up giving it to Marlon Wayne's character, and he basically had a copy of it. And I, I that actually might be true, because I well, think that he's they, been offered well, they money for they that. mentioned in the end... At the end, At the right? end, that... that He's been offered a lot of money for that. Know, still, you know, won't, has been offered and wouldn't sell it. Right, wouldn't sell, wouldn't sell the speech. So Matt Damon at this point in time is watching this and can look at the Jordans and basically just see that Michael's not into it. He's, and they're rolling their eyes. He's, com like, he's completely, uh, you know, yeah, take, taken away from it. It's a nonsense fluff video that's yep. taking away from... And this is after... So they showed him the shoe at this point. Like, they basically unveiled it. And, like, you can kind of see, like they actually look really interested like the mom and the dad definitely look interested and even michael for a second looks like he's actually paying attention now mm -hmm. that they got his attention on the sneaker well not for nothing the fact that it it was so red would have it's very drawing to it's, him right it, it like and it's obviously gonna, they did that for the bulls colors yeah. because that's what the bulls yeah, colors it's are. gonna it's going to it's going to draw your attention yes to it. and 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 they even and, you know, yeah. and they mentioned to him, you know, and I, I think this is where they, they start talking about like the, the fines. Like, listen, we know that this is um, that this is not what the, the regulation is, but we don't care about that. And we we want you to stand out, and we will pay. And we, we will pay that pay. fine. You know, and the and then you see like uh, I think Dolores she like starts with a, she has a like smile, or the dad I think had like a big smile on his face with that. Because um, that's that's ballsy. Oh, big time! Because nobody ever did that. No, nope. sure. No, no one did, and I think it just shows them how committed they are to him. Um, because listen, at the end of the day, like they all—if he succeeds, they succeed. Yeah, you know, like 
at the end of the day, that's the mutual relationship that you have to know that you're going in with. Yeah, and it's crazy because they mention in the in at the end that in the first year, oh, Air, how much they Air sold? Jordan sold a hundred and sixty-two million dollars, right, in its first year, yep. which is. Probably Which was like exponentially more, over the not only of what the, what the projection was, but of what they had sold in the past, like yeah. altogether. Mm-hmm. So, the so Damien basically tells him like stop the video, and at this point, Affleck starts to freak out, right? Because he's like, "What the hell are you doing? Like this is completely now off script." He's like, yeah. "What are you doing?" And people don't and because and like they don't want to ruin it. They, people don't like off script. Yeah, like you don't want to like like at this point like don't ruin this meeting because we have them here. And then basically, Damon turns to Jordan and just gives him the spiel. Tells him it tells him it straight, like this is what's going to happen to you, mm-hmm. and was just completely one hundred percent honest. And one of the great things is as he's telling this, they start to play a montage. Oh, like the movie! Yeah. The movie starts showing a montage, yeah. and it's now you just hear the voiceover of Damon talking, and it's all of like a lot of key highlights in Jordan's career of basketball mm-hmm. and in his life. Mm-hmm. They show his father passing. They show him playing baseball, his return to basketball. And it just it, he, he starts talking about how people love to build up their heroes and, and then, then tear them down. down. Yep. And how do you respond to that? And how, like, how, how are you going to respond when that happens? What does that say about you and your character? And it's just an, an incredible speech that he goes on. And... That, and that's basically like the end of it, right? Yeah. And basically just like they all stand up, they all yeah. thank one another for coming, and then they leave. And then they don't hear from him. It seems like a couple of weeks go by, right? Like it doesn't, it's not like the next oh, day or two. That, like, you know what? That I don't remember. You know, it, I don't it remember definitely, the time frame. It definitely seems like a little bit of time went by since that meeting. I'm going to say at least one, if not two weeks okay. go by before the meeting happens. And now they're starting to hear from... They hear from Chris Tucker, like he he like he gets some inside information that Jordan's probably going to sign with Adidas. You know, he's like they like the pitch, but they're going to go with Adidas. It was always Jordan's favorite. It's what they're going to go with, right? So at this point, everyone's you know Damon's kind of crushed. He hasn't said anything yet to anyone, and mm-hmm. then he decides to go up and tell Affleck, mm-hmm. and then he gets a phone call, and the phone calls from. The mother. From Dolores, yeah. From, yeah. from Jordan. From uh, Mrs. Jordan. Mm-hmm. And basically tells him that we're going to take the deal. But. But we want a percentage, a percentage of, of the every sale. sale of every sneaker. Which is completely unheard of at this point in time. Right. And has never happened for any professional athlete. And you know what? I agree with her rationale because although that has never happened prior to that point what has also never happened is that the name of the sneaker being sold has the name of the person you know what i mean it's like you know because they intend so they didn't the the, like like they called it like they were trying to figure like what to call it Right. And mm-hmm. like the guy who the sneaker guru says, oh, I had these like air um, oh, air force or something like that. It was an actual Nike basketball sneaker back mm-hmm. in the 80s. And he's like, yeah, but like it was a product line that wasn't selling well. It wasn't doing well. But he's like, I liked air. Yeah. And then so then it became what about Air Jordan? Air Jordan. And then you see Damien was like, uh, I guess it'll it'll grow on me or something. And then the same thing like when they tell Affleck about it, they tell Phil Knight. Phil Knight's like... Are you sure? Like, uh, I guess. Let me, let me, let me think about it or something. Um, and then he also comes yeah. up with the Jordan logo, mm-hmm. too, which is basically him soaring in the air. Mm-hmm. And that's and and that's when the, the the sneaker guru is basically like, you know, I had this image in my head of him flying. Yeah. So, I, so I mean, I could see where Viola Davis's character is saying like. Like, wait a minute, it's not just, you know, a Nike sneaker that Air Jordan wears. You're calling it Air Jordan. You're putting our name on that sneaker, our Michael Jordan's name, our family name on that yeah. sneaker. And it's like you don't you don't get to, you don't get to keep all that. 
if if you know if if you didn't have the name, I don't think she would have a leg to stand on. But like her argument is like like you're calling it Air Jordan, right? So we want a piece of it. We 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 should get a piece of that. And she's right. Yeah, and she's right. No, but it, this you is, know this is where she was like like but she it, dominated. Like, you know, she but was it, so but great. it breaks the rules. But you know what? At the end of the day, the Nike company was breaking the rules to get them. So now she well, the, the wants whole, to break the rules. The whole thing was like Damien gets so excited that they're that they're landing this, but then she starts talking about this this additional part yeah. of the and contract. He, and, and he can't like, even agree. He can't even. He's not no, authorized he to. That's it. It's not his decision to, to even no. say, "Yeah, we'll do that." He's got to. He's going to have to go. You know, up, you know he's, one he's going to try and talk her out of it. See if she'll listen to reason, and she's like adamantly no. And now he's now he's got to bring. But it. he says like he understands. Like yeah. he's held, like he like almost like a, I think he even like agrees with her. He, he's, he's got to. like he's like. But it's, like, it's, it's, it's just never like been Paul. done. It's never been yeah, done. yeah, and it's never been done. But you says. know what? Like it makes sense. It's almost like like you know you you don't get to use my name for free. Well, the great thing was that he goes upstairs to tell Affleck, and Affleck's just wait. Like he's like he's literally like got he's antsy. He he can't stop moving. And then he comes up there and he sees Damon and he's like, he puts his hands up in the air like, did we do it? Like, we got it? And and Damon goes to him, they turned it down. Right? That's what I think he tells him. Like, he doesn't even say like she wanted it. Like, no, they turned it down. And then he then he says like, they want a piece of the shoe. Mm. And then Matt, and when then Affleck just thinks for like two seconds and it's just like, fuck it. It's like, do it. Yeah. He's like, we're going, like, we're going to go all in. Like, you, like, yeah, like, you like, believe in him this much? At that point, we're, we're doing. You it. say no, you lo- you lose everything, right? So you might as well. And it was the best decision. Balls to the wall and go for broke and let's just do it. Best decision they ever made. You know. You know? And it was. He goes downstairs. He he calls up Mrs. Jordan. Thinking outside the box. I think, and like the one final thing that he ends up getting is the Merce- the red Mercedes. Yeah. The SL five hundred. Now. One of my favorite parts of this movie is at the very, very end. And to me, it's like the whole, like Matt Damon's character keeping it real is when he, he, he goes out onto the, onto the racetrack. And he's like, oh, he, uh, he goes out to a track and starts jogging with went, the Nike. Like, it's like a Nike, like, uh, like, yeah. like sprint outfit, you know, like a um, windbreaker outfit that he's got on, like warm up pants. And, and he's like, all right, let me, you know, what? let me try this. And he's just like, he starts jogging, and he goes. And he doesn't he, even make like a hundred meters on like, the track. Literally, fuck this. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I can, I can, I can understand that sentiment. It was totally. I'm like, yep. I'll t- now, overall, I thought this movie was so well done. I you thought it was really clever. Track. And I can tell you right now, within fifty feet, I'm gonna be like, adios, guys. I'm going to get a hot dog. God, I I I thought this movie was so well done. This was so enjoyable. And again, I'm biased because I'm I am a yeah. huge Jordan fan. But I, I enjoyed thought, it. I thought the story was really clever. It it told you, it told you information about a story you think you know, but you don't have all the information for. Yeah. And I think they did a really good job of trying to piece together how that all happened back in the 1980s. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I I think there are there are lots of great real life stories of things that have happened in the past 50 years that have never been adapted to film and they'll do well because people can relate yeah. to them people can relate to it and and if you tell it good like i don't know it'll it'll be it's that's 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 why i was dropped like this is a great recent story and I have no vested interest in yeah. the topic, and I was still like, and I'm not like you know totally enamored with with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Like I like them, yeah. but I'm like you know what? This looks like a really good story about something interesting, even though I'm not emotionally or historically connected to what they're talking about. Like I I can appreciate. I it. think one of the things that was was really good too for the people that love nostalgia is that there's so much of that in this movie, especially towards the early portion. Oh, they give a lot of like eighty like, stuff, things yeah, that happened in the eighties. These commercial, old commercials, commercials and advertisements, music, the, the music. Oh, the music was great throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. The music was really good. Great song choices. The, the and old even, logos, even just gadgets and stuff that they were yeah. doing. 
playing with or whatever. It was like a Rubik's cube, I think, at one point you saw all sorts. But of like stuff. it was just, it's just, it was just really well done. It was yeah. well thought out from beginning to end. It, yeah. it it kept it kept you it kept you motivated. Me, it kept you it kept you interested. Me personally, I gave the movie a pretty solid three stars. I thought that um, I thought it I thought it could have been told with with a little bit more flair. Um, but three stars is, a, is to me is a good rating. Like like I'm like that's an enjoyable movie. It's a well three stars is an enjoyable, well made film. Um, so I liked it. No, no, I like yeah, no, I liked. I, liked, it a lot. I, I liked all it. the performance. I really enjoyed the performances in this movie. Um, I thought everyone did a really really mm-hmm. nice job. Um, and uh, uh, something that they showed at the in the end credits, which uh, apparently was a shame, is that the the, the sneaker guru. Oh yes, before had, before it went into production, had passed away. Before yeah, like before, before it went into production. production. But I, but I think he must have known the movie was being made. Yeah, I would I would hope so. Yeah, but I but he never never got yeah, to, so this guy was family. See, yeah, you know, and they. Um, like another thing they did, you know, they they showed pictures of all the real people. That, yeah, and that, I, I, that actually, time. I love when they do that with yeah. uh, with those movies. Is that they actually yeah. show who was, who who the person was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um, so, I, guys, I think that's it for this review. Yeah, I think we did. Uh, pretty good with this one yeah no i i enjoyed it so thank you guys for everyone for tuning in uh we've got some movies on the horizon movies are coming out i don't know what uh barbie's coming out barbie's coming out in like a while but guardians is probably next oh guardians volume three guardians is coming out um then the flash shortly after that so oh and then there's a movie with ray romano coming out that everybody wants to go see something in queens or in the bronx we'll we'll check it out i'm sure there's some horror movies that are coming out right now too Really? Evil Dead? Evil Dead? New Evil Is Dead. That? Yeah. That's hysterical. And then the Pope's Exorcist? With, uh... I have more interest in the Evil Dead. The Evil Dead. <laughs> so, guys, with that, but, I think... You know, you can, you can drag me to see anything. Of course. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, Cheers. Thanks so Cheers. much for watching, all right? Take care.